Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Coming up, basketball. Yeah. Earlier in the day, you were wondering, but we are playing. We have some games. We're going to talk about some college games, too. And Indianapolis is the epicenter of basketball, as if you didn't already know that. So we're going to talk about all-star activities and all the things going on in Indianapolis and in our state right now, though. Plenty of scores. The man himself, the pride of, well, Chicago. And also the pride of Butler University and our proud moment, too. The man himself, Brendan King. Coach, you are the best. Let's get right to it. Indiana High School boys basketball. Plenty of games tipped off and word played, including two that required overtime. First, New Haven outlasted Heritage by a final of 66-62 in extra time. And also in OT, Brabuff Jesuit beating Heritage Christian 81-68. A terrific overtime period for Brabuff who handled Heritage Christian. Moving onward, it was Bremen over John Glenn, 49-36. Brownsburg edged HSE by just a penny, 51-50. And it was Brownstown Central crushing Eastern Peak in 77-38. Carmel earns a strong win against Warren Central, 44-40. It was Angola topping Eastside, 62-41. Adam Central took care of West Noble, 71-53. Alexandria, the 10-point W over Franklin, 67-57. Let's head up to the 2-6-0 where Fort Wayne Blackhawk took down Northwood, final of 43-32. Fort Wayne Dwanger had no issue with Fort Wayne Northrop, 50-39. Fort Wayne Bishop lures the W against Fort Wayne North, 66-62. And Fort Wayne Wayne blasted Fort Wayne Concordia, 71-55. It was Goshen over Westview by a triple, 50-47. The Mishawaka K. Men annihilate South Bend Career Academy 81-36. Mishawaka Marion defeats Jimtown 53-46. Northridge 66, Columbia City 40. South Bend Clay the W against New Prairie 70-38. Winchester beating Northeastern 61-49. And in the Hoosier Conference playoffs, tipped in the win over Lafayette Central Catholic to win the Hoosier Conference playoffs 63-51. Tipped in on the season is 21-1. Girls semi-state tomorrow. Here are your matchups in Class 4A. Homestead set to take on Lake Central. Noblesville battles Valparaiso. Center Grove faces off with Franklin. And Lawrence Central matches up with Plainfield. In Class 3A, it's Chatard against Danville. Scottsburg versus Gibson Southern. Bremen faces off with Northwood. And Hamilton Heights matches up with Norwell. In Class 2A, your schedule features Fort Wayne Bishop Lures against LaPelle. Andrean battling Cass. Eastern Hancock against Sheridan, and Brownstown Central against Linton Stockton. In Class A, Jack Sandell takes on Lanesville. North Central faces Wood Memorial. Caston goes against Marquette, and Union City matches up with Clinton Central. To some college basketball, Anderson beat Manchester tonight, 96-86. Hanover faces off with Mount St. Joseph. Hanover the win, 71-70. Some golf news. Tiger Woods withdrew from the Genesis Invitational today at Riviera Country Club in L.A. due to illness. He was two over for the tournament midway through the second round. And in the same tournament, Jordan Spieth was disqualified for signing an incorrect scorecard. He was playing well 
on Thursday, went five under, but today was two over. He signed for a par, which was actually a bogey. NBA Rising Stars game, Benedict Matherin wins it and moves on Team Jalen to the championship. Holmgren will pass it up to Matherin. Matherin down to the baseline. Tough jumper. Good, and it's over. Benedict Matherin with a hand in his face. 18 points for the Indiana Pacer. Second-year man, and he leads Team Jalen into the championship. Courtesy of ESPN Radio, it's four teams, two spots in the championship on the line. Ben Matherin playing, representing the Pacers. Also there, former Kentucky man and current Pacer, Oscar Shibwe. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Glad you could join us. We have a lot of basketball to talk about. Just want to remind everyone, um, we'll mention it throughout the night and also tomorrow. I hope not to wear you out with it, but I do want to remind you about the pairing show that's coming up on Sunday night from 5 until 7 p.m., Many of these same great stations around the state will be bringing you that. Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters on the north side of Indianapolis, bringing you the pairings, the upcoming uh, state tournament for boys, girls, obviously, coming up next weekend. So uh, it's that time of year. We always say the same thing. It went quickly, and it didn't. It has gone quickly and continues to go quickly. So tune in Sunday night. Uh, I can't imagine you haven't heard us or seen us do a pairing show before. Um, But if you haven't, um, we'll start with 1A North, go to 1A South, and then progress through the night. And um, it takes about... Oh, five, somewhere around, let's call it seven to ten minutes to do each geographic portion. So uh, you can, you know, plan on that. Um, but we're, we're pretty close. We're pretty tight on schedule. And um, so if you're a 1A or 2A team, we're going to get you in that first hour. Uh, if you're a 3 or 4A team, we're going to get you probably after 6 o'clock. And so... Um, that may help you in terms of planning. We appreciate in advance you listening. Um, we are dealing with over 400 schools. We try our best. Number one, I I will tell you who's playing whom. So each school, each team is going to get mentioned, obviously, in terms of who their opponent will be. Uh, and then Greg provides uh, the most incredible in-depth analysis you're ever going to find at any level, in any sport, in any medium. I'd put him up against anybody, anywhere who does this. Uh, he, he, if you haven't seen him or heard him, he's beyond phenomenal. So, you know, just because of that, you need to listen not in, in addition to finding out who you're going to play. So that starts at 5, goes until 7. When it's over, we always encourage you to go to IHSAA.org for uh, the pairings and catch up with everyone. The plan is very simple. We want to make sure that you know who's playing whom. And we want to mention as many, and Greg will do this and do it uh, exceedingly well. We want to mention as many kids and as many coaches as possible. The watch party is fun. Um, Think about sending all that in to IHSAATV.org. Um, and send uh, pictures of where you're watching them. It's fun. For, for us, it's fun. We get a chance to you know, see them kind of on the big screen, on the big monitor that's right in front of us. 
Um, but we appreciate everybody joining us. And so it's a big deal, and it should be. Hey, listen, nobody else does it. No other state does what we do. Just a reminder to everybody, it is Indiana. That's why we do what we do. And for those who don't understand it, just look where uh, the All-Star game is. Brendan King, uh, what's happening with the All-Star? We had, I can't keep track of all these events, so what's going on? Yeah, it's actually pretty simple when you break it down, Coach. So tonight, it's the Rising Stars game. So it is How about broken. Ben Matherin? Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. it. He won it for Team Jalen Rose. So that's smart of Jalen Rose for picking Ben Matherin. That's a former Pacer that knows what he's doing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ben mm-hmm. Matherin hit a big three over Jaden Ivey and then won it. So per- the basis of these games is the first to however many points helps their team right. advance to the championship. So Ben right. Matherin scored that 40th point for Team Jalen, and they advanced to the title game. So the Rising Stars, Oscar Shibwe is also playing for one of the other teams in the G League uh, basis of it. Uh, tomorrow, you're going to get a full day. It's actually pretty cool. So the guys are going to practice tomorrow at 11 a.m., and that is open to the public. Then at mm-hmm. 2 o'clock, it's the HBCU Classic. Virginia Union University is going to face Winston-Salem State at 2 o'clock in the HBCU mm-hmm. Classic, which has become an every-year event uh, for the NBA All-Star Game. And then, of course, All-Star Saturday, 8 o'clock. That's where you get the Skills Challenge, three-point contest, slam dunk right, contest. Right. That's tomorrow at 8. So you and I are going to be hanging here on IST, and we'll break down everything from there. Time Reese Halliburton's in the three-point contest. Should be a whole lot of fun. And, of course, the NBA All-Star Game on Sunday night. How cool. And then... Uh... That's it. It, it just it, you know the buildup is great. It's it's a, always great to showcase the city and the state. Uh, and uh, to the organizing committee, congratulations! You've done a fantastic job. I think people we understand it and take great pride in saying it. Nobody puts on an event like this better than Indianapolis and the state of Indiana. Nobody. Nobody. From the time you roll into Indianapolis International and see the court. The basketball court in the in, you know in the concourse. Oh yeah, it, it's it's a wake up call for all of you. Going, they take this seriously here. All right, quick break. Mister King will be with us with a scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Let's get you some more high school basketball scores. And we'll begin with Tippecanoe Valley and their victory over Lebanon, 46-33. Valparaiso took down Chesterton, 63-57. Wabash over Wicko, 44-36. And Wapahani dismantled Dalville, 74-48. Westfield had no issue with Franklin Central, 64-50. It was Portage all over Laporte, a 50-burger for good measure, 77-27. Oak Hill, no issue with Elwood, 72-35. It was Noblesville beating Avon 60-34. North White, the one-point victory over West Central, 45-44. And North Judson took care of Argus, 47-42. Liberty Christian, 51. Waldron, 42. It was Logansport topping North Miami, 80-47. Manchester, the victory over McConaughey, 80-75. LaVille, 68. Caston, 51 tonight. 
Gary West, the victory against Lighthouse CPA, 61-49. And Foundation Christian, they're out of Kentucky. They beat Cattleton, 82-37. Cowan, 58. Monroe Central, 48. It was Centerville over Tri, 53-49. Carroll, Fort Wayne, topped Homestead, 67-61. Brownsburg, 51. HSE, 50. That's a big win. For the Brownsburg Bulldogs. Borden by a deuce over Clarksville 41-39. It was Bethesda Christian 74, Speedway 51. Bethany Christian locks down Trinity Greenlaw, final of 31-29. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball tonight, Lawrence North. Beats Pike, 93-77 from the ISC Sports Network and my broadcast partner coming up on Sunday for the pairing show, the best at what he does, Greg Rakestraw. Hello, Greg. Hello, Coach. Good win for LN. Uh, it Pike team is playing better, it's, but it's a good, solid win for Lawrence North. It was, and, and you know, for, for their LN, the bar is set pretty high for this group. You know, they're number yeah. four in both polls. It actually might take a tumble uh, after they were beaten by Fishers uh, on Tuesday night. I thought it was important for Chris Giffen's team just to kind of get back on the right foot. And clearly, offensively, they did that. This was a game where they got up 14 after the first quarter. They're up 22 at halftime and, and never put Pike away. But, but Pike also never got it down to single digits either. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, a second half where it's kind of more jabs and haymakers. But, but it all worked out in the end for LN. And the offensive star for them was Xavier Robinson. 32 points tonight to lead the way for Lawrence North. As Bob, they get to 20 wins. They have now won 17 games or more each of the last 10 seasons. And they will have a 12th consecutive winning season. But obviously the bar is set a little higher than that at Lawrence North. Those are phenomenal numbers. I mean, I, we, we just be, become so accustomed to them being at this high level of play, you don't really intellectualize it very much. I mean, let's face it, Chris Giffen in two years, you know, has the unenviable task of, of trying to replace Jack yeah. Kiefer. He's 38 and 11. Uh, and, 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 you know, and so obviously he has done a great job. With tonight's win, LN does clinch a share of the Mick. They finish 4 and 1. Lawrence Central and Ben Davis will play for the other half of the Mick title. And those two play each other on Tuesday. That was a game that was rescheduled from last Saturday, right? Because right. of the LT girls' success in terms of uh, the postseason. But uh, you know, I think for LM, they've got one more game before the postseason. They play Hamilton Southeastern on Tuesday night. And and the one thing that strikes me about LN, and it's very similar to what Fishers is, because who they played on Tuesday, this LN team is exceedingly deep, and they got a player back this week in Miles Good. He's going to play in Huntington next year. Obviously, his dad is Jared Good. Heck of a player in his right. own right. Grandpa's right. heck right. of a coach uh, as, as well. Jared has missed the entire year up until this point because of a knee injury. And so, you know, you, you get a, a you know good level of college basketball caliber player back and added to your lineup uh, with two weeks to go in the season. That's something that most teams don't have. So, you right. know, kind of be on the lookout for that for Lawrence North going forward as well. All right, as I mentioned, you and I are doing the pairing show on Sunday, 5 to 7, uh, live from the IHSAA. I know you've been uh, preparing your copious notes, uh, painstakingly preparing them these past few days. Uh, as you've gone through this, we'll give everyone a tip in terms of what's going to be some of the storyline. What might be the overriding storyline as we get into this on Sunday? 
You know, in, in 4A, um, I, I think it is parity largely in central Indiana, yet I can point to numerous teams outside of the area that can make deep runs. Right. I have to explain some geography. Center Grove is very much an Indianapolis area school, but because of their tournament path, they don't see any of the Marion County teams until the semi-state. They wouldn't mm-hmm. see any of the Hamilton County teams until the mm-hmm. state championship. But, you know, they maybe have a, a, a good path. Obviously, Kokomo could run to those Hamilton County schools in the regional, but they made the state final last year, and their their numbers right. are almost identical, you know, what they did last year. In terms of the other classifications, 3A may be as wide open of a class as oh, I see yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in, in my years of, of being around and doing this. You know, Danville kind of has the best record. Rebuff may have the best player, and Evan Haywood is going to play at Butler. But in 3A, it could be anybody. I think there are more distinctive favorites in 1A and 2A. Um, in 1A, those favorites typically come from the southern half of the bracket because you've got Josiah Dunn and Evansville Christian. You've got Orleans and Barry who are in the same sectional. Uh, you know, you, the, the Indianapolis group of schools, Lutheran, Tinley, and Greenwood Christian, also southern half of the bracket, so that the bracket's kind of tilted to the southern half of mm-hmm. 1A. Mm-hmm. And in 2A, Tipton's got the best record. Tipton's got a great team and a great coach. But Brownstown has Jack Benner, and their schedule strength uh, is jaw-dropping, you know, for, for a 2A school. Right, uh, and so right. I, even though Tipton's number one ranked team, I think Brownstown has to be the favorite in 2A because they've got a healthy Jack Benner. There you go. You got a, a brief, brief glimpse of how good he's going to be on Sunday. All right, Relax. Um, try to relax. I, I know we're not doing an IUPUI game tomorrow, so I'm actually going to be spending time preparing for our meeting on Sunday. So uh, I'll look forward to that. I will call you from the Ford Center in Evansville tomorrow night. Oh, when yeah. I'm done with the wrestling yeah. state finals tomorrow night. Uh, you, you, in fact, you are, you and I've had this conversation multiple times. You are crazy. All right. You, you're absolutely crazy. I love you for it, but you're still crazy. Greg Rakestraw, take care of yourself. We'll talk to you son. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you so much. Steve Kolb with me from WAXL. Heritage Hills, 71-32 winners over Tell City. Steve Kolb, thanks for the call. I hope you're safe. Hope everything is well on the highways down south. Yeah, you know, we're far enough south down here by the river that we actually got spared a little bit. Just a little bit of snow on the grass and the roads Good. are fine. But you don't have to go very much farther north than where we are. Um, just north of I-64, and I understand it gets a little dicey. I'm no meteorologist. I haven't been up there, but I'm just hearing rumors. But where we are, we're good, and we had some. We got to play some basketball tonight. One of the few. One of the few games in our area tonight. Well, it sounds like, and it sounds like uh, it was business as usual for Heritage Chills. Well, it really wasn't. That's what's weird about this game, Heritage Hills. On Tuesday night, had a big conference game at home with one of their rivals in Southridge, and the Patriots just simply didn't play with enough energy. Southridge outplayed them. Southridge played with more energy, and Southridge beat them by 12 on Heritage Hills' home floor. And Mm -hmm. everybody Mm -hmm. expected Heritage Hills, after a couple of days of practice, to come out a different team tonight. And they came out 
with not a lot of intensity and were outplayed by a two-win Tell City team hmm. in the first half. Now, Tell City mm-hmm. was playing outstanding basketball for them. I've seen them several right. times this year. And they got a great performance from their junior. i got to mention him. Byron Meserve put up 24 of his team's 32 tonight and had 18 of those before halftime. So that young man was outstanding tonight, hitting all kinds of tough shots and three-pointers and, and everything else he could pull out of his bag of tricks. But somehow the light switch went on for Heritage Hills coming out of the locker room for the second half. They, their defense was absolutely stifling, full court and half court. They uh, forced Tell City into a ton of turnovers, held Tell City to just two field goals in the second half, held them to 11 points. Heritage Hills outscored Tell City 47-11 to 11 in the second half. The, the, it was just a three-point game at halftime. Heritage Hills led 24-21 at half and just absolutely flipped the switch in the second half, played so much better. Trent Sisley, you know, far be it for me uh, to chide mm-hmm. Greg Rakestraw, but if you're going to talk about guys at 3A uh, who are at the top of the list, you might want to include Trent Sisley in that list, by the way. And, uh, and I'm just giving Greg a hard time. I'm not really seriously chiding him, but Trent had himself a, a good night tonight. He finished with 21, but importantly, everybody else uh, for the Patriots uh, contributed. They had 10 guys score, 12 played and 10 scored, and, and everybody was in on the action and getting it done on both ends of the floor. And it's just, you know how it is from your coaching days, yeah. Bob. It's amazing yeah. how effort on the defensive end creates offense. Well, it really does carry over. I don't think there's any question. All right, so are, are they playing tomorrow night or they got the rest of the weekend off? They've got the rest of the weekend off, and they have it. what is, in effect, Tuesday night, the Pocket Athletic Conference Championship game. With their loss okay. Tuesday, Heritage Hills fell behind Princeton. They had been tied with Princeton with one loss. Now they're down to two, but they will play the Tigers at Patriot Gym at Heritage Hills on Tuesday night for essentially a conference championship. The PAC does not break ties, so if, you, if it finishes in a tie, both teams are conference champions. Right, and, right. Uh, and so they will do that Tuesday night, although uh, Princeton still has a couple of conference games and a very tough one with Forest Park still to go. So um, nothing guaranteed anywhere, but that will be a huge one Tuesday night. Steve Cole from WAXL, Heritage Hills with another solid win tonight. Steve, thanks so much for the call. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bob. Coming up, scoreboard update with Brendan King. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Back to the high school basketball in just a matter of moments, but let's talk about some NBA All-Star coverage. Rising Stars game going to the final. Oscar Shibwe, of course, who starred at the University of Kentucky. He's playing for the G League team that's in the Rising Stars game, and his squad is going to match up with Ben Matherin's team in the final of this whole challenge. Four total teams to go to the final. Ben Matherin versus Oscar Shibwe coming up here soon. Some highlights from tonight. Matherin a big three over Jaden Ivey. You could see a little more defensive intensity, especially Ivey defending Matherin. Matherin's going to pull for three and make it right wow. in Ivey's face. Two points away from advancing. 16 for Ben Matherin.
Matherin has played well, but so has Shibway. Mark Kestisher and P.J. Carlissimo on the call. Little defense from Amani Bates, who brings it into the front court. Threads it into the Shibway who throws it home. Team Detlef has them on their feet here in Indianapolis. That audio, courtesy of ESPN Radio, will tell you how that ends up finishing night one of the NBA All-Star festivities. College basketball, Bluffton beat Defiance tonight, 93-79. It was Hanover edging Mount St. Joseph 71-70, and Anderson a 10-piece on Manchester, 96-86. Mentioned this one earlier, started late due to snow, under 12 timeout, second half, Rose Holman on top of Franklin. That's a score of 52-38. And again, all-star coverage tomorrow. Skills challenge, three-point contest, slam dunk contest tomorrow, 8 o'clock, downtown Indy. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talks, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. All right, Brendan King. Let's talk about your Bulldogs. College basketball tomorrow. Butler Bulldogs at home against Creighton. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, big, big matchup for the obvious reasons, not to mention the fact that the Dogs are playing pretty good basketball right now. Well, there's no doubt. And, you know, the Big East is a gauntlet coach. I think we have learned yeah. that over the last decade. And,. You lose to number four Marquette at home, that's not going to help you. It's also not going to hurt you because you beat Marquette on the road earlier in the season. But mm-hmm. just like that Marquette opportunity, Coach, you have yet another opportunity, as you called it, tomorrow against Creighton. And in the, in the same sense, Creighton is a top 25 team. They're a top five team in the Big East. And just like the Dogs had an opportunity against Marquette, you get a chance to sweep Creighton which I can tell you, Coach, that is something Mm. that's never easy to do because Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. dogs beating Creighton earlier this month, that was the first time Butler had won in Omaha since my sophomore year of 2015. So it had been a while. (laughs) I think Butler's a good basketball team. They're in that situation where the record may not uh, reflect how good they are, quite frankly, because of – against whom they're playing, but I think they're a good basketball team. It underscores how good that league is, and I think it it, it also underscores how hard it is to win. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, look at the standings. When you take into account the coaching power of the league, I mean, think about it, Coach, with the guys that are in that league. I mean, Mm -hmm. I realize Georgetown is a – total project right now but Ed Cooley is the coach of the second to last team Rick Pitino is the coach of the third to last team Sean Miller is the coach of the fourth to last team in that league right now so the coaching power of that league just when you know that from game to game to game Butler's going from having to play Shaka Smart to Greg McDermott to Rick Pitino and to Ed Cooley that's absurd and uh again Thad Mata's doing a spectacular job. Coach, I know the news news earlier this week um, with Chris Holtman getting let go at Ohio State. Be that what it is. I know Rob Blackman mentioned that earlier, but just kind of goes to show you how weird and complex of a world college basketball is that Chris Holtman let go at Ohio State, who's the guy that is trying to bring Butler back to the NCAA tournament right now. It's it's Thad Mata. And uh, what, what a weird world we live in, you know? Well, it is, um, you know, I, I spent uh, 20-some years coaching college basketball at the small college level. That, that's different, but 
uh, it's still one of those situations where um, you make a living based on the on the fact that you win, and uh, you you are pay, you're trying to you know pay your bills and um, carry on a life with your family based on your record, mm-hmm. and if it's not good, your your life changes and. Uh, yeah, I just I, I would like for college basketball to stay college basketball. I mean, it's uh, I'm a, I'm a purist. I don't believe uh, I, you have a you have a contractual obligation. I know they're going to pay him off and all that, but I, I don't like the message when you make changes on coaches before seasons are over, irrespective of the level, irrespective of the sport irrespective of who it is. I just, I, I, I don't like the message. I just, I've never felt like it because I understand at the professional level, um, that's entertainment. That That's not necessarily sports. It's entertainment. And it, it is purely a business. I don't think that has to be the case at the collegiate level. I still have this misguided notion that we're trying to stand for something and trying to teach something. I'm, I'm probably showing my age now, but, you know, even if we're not, can we at least pretend that we're doing it? And I mentioned it earlier. I coached against him when he was playing at Taylor University. Right, right. I remember, remember him specifically. They, and they beat us at our place um, in, in a game that we literally just gave away. We, You know, they intentionally fouled one of our guys, and I saw it coming. I'm telling him to pass the ball. Doesn't pass it, gets fouled, misses two free throws. They score and we lose. And he's on that team. And I and I remember, and I, you know, look, we've been friends for a long time. I know him and respect him and all of that, and he's a good basketball coach. But, hey, New AD, yeah. blah blah, you know all that, all that stuff. So, I'm glad I, I'm glad I do uh, a show that focuses on high school sports because I still think there's a certain level of purity to it, uh, and it's it's getting harder and harder for those guys. But I still believe there's a certain purity to it. He's Brendan King. He's got scoreboard updates coming all up. Give me a rundown now on uh, on the semi states because we're going to be talking about them mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Hey, again, get out there and watch super, sta- super uh, semi state basketball uh, around the state. If you're close, you, you, there's ladies in your community. They deserve your support, and they they need you out there to have it. Um, I'm fortunate to live in in Franklin. And I grew up in Plainfield, as everybody knows, in both my, you know, my schools, my alma mater and my adopted hometown are in action tomorrow. And so uh, I'm, I'm fired up for both of them. And my first job out of college was teaching at Center Grove. So I have an, a certain loyalty to that. So the Center Grove Franklin games of particular importance to me. And so get out and watch some ball tomorrow. Absolutely, Coach. Yeah, I mean, it starts with Class A. Union City takes on Clinton Central. Casting goes against Marquette. North Central matches up with Wood Memorial. And Jack Sendell takes on Lanesville. I know Greg Rakestraw has got his eyes on that one. Uh, 2A Mm -hmm. section, Brownstown and Linton Stockton. Eastern Hancock goes against Sheridan. Andrean against Cass. Fort Wayne Bishop Lures against LaPel. I mean... Coach, I tell you what, Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, they are enjoying a spectacular yeah, school are. year after a football <laughs> yeah, state championship are. as well. Uh, 3A, Hamilton Heights goes against Norwell. Bremen takes on Northwood. Scottsburg matches up with Gibson Southern. And Chittard is against Danville. And speaking of, I guess, 
every year enjoying Chittard based on what their football program has done. And this is just cherry on top. 4A Homestead battles Lake Central, Noblesville against Valparaiso, Center Grove, and Franklin. I know that's the battle between you and our friend John, JMV, and Lawrence Central and Plainfield. There you have it. No reason not to go. You know, the the roads will be better. Mm -hmm. I understand they're not great now, but they'll be better. And uh, go, and then on your way home tomorrow night, dial us up, listen to the show. We'll be talking about a a great number of these games. And also uh, spending some time talking about college basketball uh, tomorrow. And then Sunday, don't forget now, Sunday, you got IU and Purdue in action. So Northwestern's at IU, Purdue's at Ohio State. Uh, Full, full weekend of, of basketball. Brendan King, did I st- uh, steal your next scoreboard update by uh, get, getting those uh, semi-state scores? Or you, you're okay with that? No, I got a game plan. Those are going to come up at 11 o'clock. So plenty, uh, plenty, plenty of stuff to talk about here at 1045. Top, top, of the, top of the hour scoreboard update. All right, so what's going on all-star-wise? So we've got uh, what's happening tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, again, you're going to start the day. It's pretty cool. NBA All-Star practice is open to the public. So uh, those That's that are interested, I like can, that. Yeah, they can buy yeah. a ticket, go out and watch. Uh, 2 o'clock is that HBCU Classic yearly event. Virginia Dude, Union. Dude, that'll be a great game. Yeah, though. Virginia yeah. Union that'll against be a fun Winston game. Salem State. And then All-Star Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Skills Challenge, three-point contest, slam dunk contest. And that is your lead-up to the All-Star game on Sunday. And Sunday's game starts when? 8 o'clock, Coach, from Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Outstanding. How jam-packed do you think the airport's going to be on Monday? Oof. oof. Well, you're supposed to be flying. Well, actually, I think you'll be okay because by by the time you fly out. Yeah, I'm catching an evening flight. This isn't my first rodeo here. (laughs) (laughs) Just so so everybody everybody knows. (laughs) You know, I've learned one or two things along the way, but – you know, it's uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the show from from uh, my daughter and son-in-law's house next weekend. So we're gonna go down and catch up with uh, our only child and hang out with my grandson. That's the key. That's the key to the trip. I'm gonna catch up with uh, the chosen one. Yeah, for and a few you and days, me. So. Yeah, long time coming. And we you finally, and me. Lunch with you. There. Lunch with you and your mom and dad. It's gonna be the highlight of the trip, my brother. I'm looking <laughs> forward wait. to it. Can't wait. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update. We're back on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. College basketball, small college getting closer. Rose Holman Franklin, again, that game started late due to snow. Under four timeouts second half. Franklin was down double digits. They have cut it to five. Rose Holman on top of Franklin, 64-59. to NBA Rising Stars Challenge, talked about it earlier. Oscar Sheboy's team from the G League is going to match up with Team Jalen Rose, which Ben Matherin is a part of, and Ben Matherin punched the ticket for Team Jalen to the final. Holmgren will pass it up to Matherin. Matherin down to the baseline, tough jumper, good, and it's over. Benedict Matherin with a hand in his face, 18 points for the Indiana Pacer, second-year man, and he leads Team Jalen into the championship. 
Mark Kestashura and PJ Carlissimo on the call for ESPN Radio. Let's talk about some conference playoff games. Greater Indianapolis Conference Playoff, seventh place game. Metropolitan took down Victory College Prep and then some 86 to 46. Indianapolis, Washington, no issue with Tinley, 81-62. And for the first place game, this makes sense. Crispus Attucks all over Purdue Poly, 91-62, because. The big O, Oscar Robertson, is in town for NBA All-Star Weekend at his alma mater, which will have a statue built in front of it of Oscar Robertson, handles Purdue Pauly. Hoosier Conference playoffs, third place game, Twin Lakes over Hamilton Heights by a penny, 49-48. And in the first place game, Tipton 63, LCC 51. Tipton is 21-1. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball tonight. Noblesville is number two in 4A. They beat Avon tonight, 60-34. to Noblesville's Scott McClellan joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Thanks for having me, Bob. Um, I guess we were one of the lucky ones. We were able to get our yeah. game. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, glad to be here tonight. Um, so always, you know, a lot of festivities and right. good distractions that go with that sometimes. And, uh, um, just got off to a really good start, 17-3 to after one and 37-11 uh, at halftime. So our defense was, was really good and, and um, just, uh, you know, a good solid win. Um, you know, we – had multiple guys score and contribute, and uh, I really thought Justin Curry, our sophomore, you know, he had 12 points, but I thought he did a really good job mm-hmm. defensively and just continues to get better and better, especially on the uh, defensive side of the ball. And, you know, Aaron Fine led us in scoring and shot the ball pretty well from the three-point line, but um, just had contributions. Uh, you know, it's nice to – you know, recognize all four of your seniors, Hunter Walston, Will Smith, and Luke Edges, mm-hmm. and all, you know, all, all four of those guys, along with Aaron, played, you know, significant minutes and, and all contributed and did well tonight. So that that was good. Yeah, you always go in, you know, on senior night. You know, it's obviously an emotional night for them and their families and for all of you. And, you know, some sometimes it's hard. It gets hard, you know, managing that emotion and how excited you are. And uh, it's an ex- again, it's an exciting, exciting night. But sometimes it can be a little bit nerve-wracking for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it can, you know, and uh... – you know, I think the kids recognize that, you know, it's maybe the last time they're playing in front of a student section, you know, a big student section or the band. Right, or, right. You know, I mean, some of those things that, you know, you may be, oh, gosh, this is coming to an end. So, you know, uh, but, yeah, just a yeah. good way to, yeah. um, you know, have a good conference win. I think uh, secured us at least – I think second or third place in the conference, obviously not where we want to be, but, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, five and two in our conference will take. I would think so. (laughs) I think so. All right. So pairing show coming up Sunday. So you guys getting to get everybody getting together. Yeah. I think all the kids are getting together and, uh, uh, 
unfortunately, we'll be hosting uh, me and a couple of the other coaches. We'll be hosting uh, youth basketball that day. So, uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll be we'll be at the school already, probably working and watching the show on the computer. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> but the boys will be together. So that's well, it. yeah. Yeah, good good for them. Tell them to send us a picture so we can give them some pub on the on the broadcast, okay? Tell them to we'll have, do. Some, have some fun with it. And, uh, yeah, so congratulations. Uh, number two in 4A, as tough as 4A is, that's pretty impressive, Scott. I mean, it really, really is. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've always said this, and I really believe this. I mean, it's all relative to whether it's 1A or 2A, 3A, 4A. Winning the right. sectional is almost impossible. It's almost impossible. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just, it, it just is. And, and I mean, uh, kids play different. Teams play different. It, you got to have a little luck. I remember hearing Gene Katie one time. Hey, you right. got to have a little luck in the tournament. And, uh you know, uh, you know. So obviously, it's a great time of year with the anticipation of the draw, and you know, March right around the corner. And you know, obviously the the state tournament, but even the you know the college and the NCAA tournament. It's just a fun time of year if you're a basketball fan, and certainly a basketball yeah. fan in our great state. Scott McClellan from Noblesville. They beat Avon tonight, sixty to thirty-four. Scott, thanks so much for the call. Good luck next time out. Thanks for having me, Bob. Have a good one. Thank you. Coming up, Mike McBride from Norwell High School. We'll talk more basketball on Indiana Sports. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Tipton is number one in 2A, and uh, for a reason. They're really playing uh, awfully, awfully well. They win again tonight. Uh, Coach Cliff Hawkins, jo- Hawkins joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations. In, in spite of all this bad weather, congratulations on the win. And um, this is an impressive win for you. I mean, it really is. Oh, it really is, Bob. And I tell you, things don't get any better than being how old you and I are, you know. And I'm sitting out in my car watching my windows defrost right now. Right. Uh, walking through snow and ice, uh, driving back through snow and ice, but definitely knowing that uh, there were nine teams in this conference this year and we're the conference champion. Well, you win the championship, uh, the Hoosier Conference playoffs, 63-51 over a very good Lafayette Central Catholic team. And, you know, again, when you're out there making those goals, winning the conference championship is one of them. So tell me who plays well for you in the win tonight. Well, you know, you're exactly right. It's exactly what happens. And a year ago, you know, we – we got beat here at home by Rensselaer Central for the conference, and uh, I know that our kids had never forgotten that, and it was definitely something that they wanted to, to accomplish. And, you know, our entire team played extremely well. Um, uh, our, our leading scorer, Norland Swan, had, had 17, and, and uh, Jackson Money, who's normally our third scorer, came in with 11, and the other guys chipped in with some points. But uh, Grady Carpenter uh, took over in the third. Nolan got in foul trouble. And mm-hmm. we took the lead up. Uh, we outscored them in the third quarter, nineteen to four, and took the lead up to fifty to twenty-six. And Grady ended up with twenty-two. And Bobby also ended up with his one thousandth point on the last basketball wow. game uh, as a junior. So um, we were really uh, excited for Grady. Who do you play next, Coach? 
Well, we now uh, get a day of rest, and we come back tomorrow. Uh, come back on uh, next week and practice, and we'll play lapel on Thursday at lapel. Cool. Tonight, though, the uh, conference championship goes to uh, a very, very solid Tipton team. Tipton ranked number one in two A, and uh, they, they they show you why in this win over a very good Lafayette Central Catholic team, 63-51, to win the Hoosier Conference playoffs. Cliff, thanks for the call. Good luck next time out. Yeah, and thanks for everything that you do. And, and Lafayette Thank Central you. Catholic really does have a nice team, and they're well coached. And I look uh, to see them uh, keep advancing. So uh, uh, we'll keep working, they'll keep working, and it'll all be good. Thanks, Cliff. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Come, coming up, more basketball. we got a lot to talk about. We, have, we need more than an hour. Uh, we need much more than an hour. Coming up, more high school basketball. We'll also talk more about the All-Stars. Don't forget, Sunday night, 5 to 7. Greg Rakestraw and I will be doing the pairing show for the boys. This is Indiana Sports Talk.